Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, December 9th. This is Elena Neal Sachs with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. On Thursday, 26 Black descendants of families displaced from Portland's Albina District filed a civil rights lawsuit against the city and Legacy Emanuel Hospital. The homes of the plaintiffs' families were destroyed in the 1960s and 70s. The suit alleges that in that destruction, the city, the hospital, and an entity previously known as the Portland Development Commission conspired to violate the family's civil rights. The plaintiffs argue that all three defendants acted together to displace hundreds of Black families from their homes and businesses in the central Albina neighborhood, effectively destroying the predominantly Black community there under the guise of urban renewal. According to the suit, in the 60s and 70s, homeowners in the neighborhood were forced to sell their houses for a planned expansion of Emanuel Hospital. But once the hospital obtained the land, much of it lay empty. Much of it is still empty, even to this day. The hospital has purported to, quote, give back some of the vacant land to the community for development. But the plaintiffs say the displaced families haven't been sufficiently compensated. Portland has committed to phase out the sale of petroleum diesel by 2030. The unanimous decision by the city council Wednesday marks the first major step toward the city's goal of reducing carbon emissions by 50% as part of its recently adopted climate emergency plan. The move aims to change the fuel source for medium and heavy trucks, which are the city's fourth largest source of emissions. Beginning in 2024, petroleum diesel for sale in Portland will be blended with renewable fuels at increasingly higher increments, until nearly all of it is phased out. This phase-out will also reduce diesel particulate matter, also known as black carbon or soot, which can cause asthma attacks, respiratory disease, and cancer, and is especially harmful to children. The city's effort is the first in the nation. And while it's a significant step, the plan does include some concessions to the trucking and fuel industries. For instance, the city extended its initial phase-out deadline of 2026 to 2030. Still, Portland's new fuel plan far exceeds current state and federal standards. Early Thursday morning, Portland police raided a West Burnside storefront that has been openly and illegally selling magic mushrooms. In the past week, several local news outlets, including The Oregonian, published stories about Shroom House. Following the press, lines have stretched down the block as eager Portlanders wait to stock up on psilocybin products. But that all came to a halt when police showed up with a search warrant around 1 a.m. Thursday. A Portland police spokesperson confirmed to The Oregonian that officers made four arrests and seized $13,000 in cash and, quote, a large amount of suspected psilocybin products. Starting in January, following a 2020 vote, Oregonians 21 and older will be allowed to take psilocybin in a controlled, therapeutic environment under the supervision of trained facilitators. Oregon has no licensed psilocybin facilitators or service centers at this time. 
the approved 2020 measure did not allow for the retail sale of psilocybin. Yet, for the past month or so, Shroomhouse sold the substance openly. As of Thursday, members of the public can weigh in on TriMet's proposed fare increase. The transit agency is considering plans to increase its baseline fare by 30 cents in January 2024, which would bring the regular adult fare to $2.80. The cost for elderly, disabled, and youth riders would also rise, but would remain half of a regular adult fare. If the increase passes, it would be the agency's first base fare hike in a decade. According to TriMet's chief financial officer, the agency is considering the increase as a way to stave off a financial deficit. TriMet's governing board is expected to vote on the issue in May. The CFO said without a fare increase, the agency forecasts a deficit by 2029, which could lead to more service cuts and layoffs. She also said the proposed 30-cent increase would bring in between $5.1 and $6.2 million per year. If you wish to comment on the fare increase, you may do so on the TriMet website, trimet.org slash fare proposal. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.